Today's episode of Home Row is brought to you by the Christian Standard Bible. The CSB offers an optimal blend of accuracy and readability, which helps readers make a deeper connection with God's Word, and it also inspires lifelong discipleship. The CSB is equally suited for serious study or for sharing with your neighbor hearing God's Word for the very first time. Learn more at csbible.com. I'm I'm writing. You know how to write. Without the without the without the writing, you have nothing. I'm writing. Welcome back to another episode of Home Row. I'm your host Jeff Metters, and today I want to talk to you about uh, I think an issue that a lot of us struggle with as writers. Uh, maybe something we didn't struggle with. Um, as much as someone else, but or maybe we just struggled with it early on. But in relation to last week's episode, where I, I talked about dealing with rejection, sometimes this episode, when we're going to talk about platforming and, and the sin of platforming, uh, they can be related. And sometimes one, the gift of rejection, can domino us into the sin of platforming if we aren't careful. And so uh, I want to tell you about the time, you know, I dabbled and stumbled into the sin of self-importance, of ego and vainglory, and wanting to toot my own rusty horn. I've wished for a platform, um, more than just some kind of soapbox on my corner of Twitter or my corner of the blogosphere. But, I mean, honestly, who doesn't want to be noticed for doing a good job? Um that's not inherently sinful for wanting to be encouraged. Um, Of course, we would want our peers to think that we're good at what we do, not that we're lazy. We'd want them to think we're terrible. Um, But sometimes we'd want people to think we're a go-to kind of savant who's able to do our job so well and we're great wordsmiths or or whatever the case may be. Um, Well, who's the person that didn't want to be noticed? I can think of two off the top of my head. Um, John the Baptist, one, he says, I must decrease. Christ must increase. And the other one who didn't want to be noticed is Jesus himself. He, he was willing to play um, in the small parts of Israel. Um, he, he was not famous on accounts of other rabbis and, and who they were. He frequently told people, Don't tell anybody what I just did for you. I I don't want the crowds. I don't want that stuff coming after me right now. And who wants to think about what in the scriptures, who wants to make a name for themselves? Genesis 11, four, let us make a name for ourselves. The tower of Babel and see the tower of Babel and John the Baptist. um, They're, they're at odds. Babel says, let's make a name for ourselves. John the Baptist says, eh, let's not. Tower of Babel says, let's increase our following. John the Baptist says, no, let's decrease it. Let's get it down to peanuts. Let's baton everything towards Jesus. Tower of Babel says, how can we increase our social media buzz? John the Baptist says, how can people see more of Christ by what I do? And see, sometimes there can be a, a fuzzy tension it's possible to want to help others think biblically, to look to Christ, to, to, for them to learn God's word, and also, quote unquote, market or strategize or, or share online. That's, that's why websites have content strategists. 
there is something honorable at wanting to serve your neighbors to make sure they're getting what's actually going to serve them and help them. Uh, Martin Luther was known for when his books came out after the print press and all this, and he was going to make his own books. He said, I want the covers to be outstanding. I want them to stand out on the shelf. I, I want everything to look right. I want it to pop because he knew people would get them and he would grab them and he knew what he was writing and giving was going to be helpful. Um, George Whitfield, we know, utilized technology of his day too with the newspaper and journalism and spreading the word that he was coming to town to preach the gospel and God bless their, God bless their ingenuity. So, so it really is possible. Uh, but maybe the only way to navigate this area is to proceed with caution, um, warning, this is a live minefield. You got to go slow. You got to be mindful. You got to consider every step and listen to counsel. And, and the challenging part here for me um, was that in the writing and publishing industry, it, it can make this super duper tough. So I, I talked about last week about the, the rejection that I had. So let me take you back kind of how I got into the, the sin of platforming and wanting to platform and then how these related. So as a young and much more unknown writer, I was presented with challenges in publishing my first book. My, my first book, Gospel Formed, did end up being published by Kriegel a few years back. But as time passed and my agent sending out new proposals, we did we kept hearing the same thing. We love Jeff's writing. He seems to be a great communicator. He has a bright future in writing. However, we're going to have to pass on this proposal since his platform isn't where it needs to be. And I'm not going to lie. Of course, that, of course that's had a, a sting factor to it. I would have much rather learned, hey, you aren't a good, you aren't a good writer. You, you got to work on that. Uh, growing as a writer, I can try to work on that. But increasing my platform without losing my soul when God hasn't given it is a mistake. And I think forced popularity is the lamest of all. And so after hearing that statement from some of the like just most respected publishers in Christianity, I was very discouraged, uh, jaded, bitter. My, my pride was shattered, but not in a good way. Um, it was shattered in the sense of like, it was going to try to come back even stronger. Um, but there is a reality that God showed me eventually that hitching my joy to a, a collection of glued papers with my name on the front is going to be disappointing. Um, that, that can't happen. But in the midst of those discouraging rejections, I felt my flesh scheming. My, my heart hatched plans to artificially build a platform to try to increase my influence and widen my readership. I mean, I, the blueprints for my own Tower of Babel were coming together. Uh, here's an app you can use. Here's how you can auto-follow people. Blah, 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 blah. Stink after stink after stink. And as I was just researching those things, conviction came right on time. And the freedom rang along with it. God exposed that slimy residue of my heart and it wasn't fun. And it was embarrassing to admit, um, to tell my wife, to tell my elders and now to tell you, I mean, it was a blessed embarrassment that I, I really did believe the lie that I could make a name for myself and for the sake of Christ at the same time to do it for the sake of Christ. And that's just baloney. That's not how the kingdom works. It, it might be how some Christian publishers work. Some, not all, definitely not all. But that is not the way of Christ. I mean, during his earthly ministry, Jesus constantly sought the background, never parading his importance. Uh, the meek may not get a book deal, friends. 
but they will inherit the earth. And God has raised up some of his servants, some of my friends, bestowing influence and leadership and a wide megaphone for the gospel. But, but God did it. And so I'm happy for my friends who publish helpful, gospel-rich, joy-igniting books, and for all godly people publishing wonderful books. You know, the book world isn't all gloom and doom. There are new authors rising and established authors still churning out solid works. But at the same time, publishing is a business and a ministry. And so it's good for us to understand why publishers can't go out and lose money. Consumers want what they want too. And so I'm not saying who all is to blame um, except for the bricklayers for the widespread babbling uh, of our day. You know, I found freedom and rejection that we talked about last week. Um, Silence did that silence of rejection. It did reveal chains that I hadn't heard that are, that were clanging while I typed. But even now, as you know, as I think about the sin of platforming there, there's a swiftness in my soul and heart and mind um, where I can feel those impulses go, Hey, I don't want to do that. I, I don't need to be after that. I don't, who cares how many Twitter followers they have, whatever. So I don't, I don't want you to hear this as any kind of jealous or petty embittered uh, wannabe. I wish I was something writer. This really is just my, my tale of deliverance. And I think with every deliverance narrative, there are shrieks and goosebumps. It's not all pretty, but I'm totally content where God has me. And, and I hope you are too, uh, because our identity is, is not in a platform. Uh, it's not in a social media presence. It's not in writing for such and such website or being able to publish a book. Our identity is in the crucified and risen Christ. And we've, since we've been crucified with him, this means that we've also been crucified to this world and crucified to book contracts, and crucified to platforming, and that you and I have been raised to be heirs, raised to be co-heirs of the cosmos with Christ. So in reality, hey, if you're not a great writer like me, that's fine. Uh, Write for the, you know, write an article for the other sites from time to time. Write on your own blog. If it encourages others, praise God. That's good. Um, God is going to do I know it sounds so cliche, but it's so true. God is going to do what he's going to do. Um, we can't force his hand. We can't make such and such thing we want to happen. If you or I never sign another contract, never sign another book deal, never get to publish another well-read blog post, and we never see our name on a cover, uh, we never find ourselves on the main stage at a conference or whatever, it's all good. Ephesians 2.10 tells us that we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, listen, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. God has all your good works already auto-scheduled. Whatever they are, whatever they aren't, you're going to walk in them. It's already been planned out. He's already given the gifts that you need to walk in them. It'll happen. And so just walk along with him in the journey. If you struggle with the sin of platforming, um, ask yourself, do I want to be more like the Tower of Babel or more like John the Baptist? Do I want to be more like the Apostle Paul or do I want to be more like the super apostles that he goes toe-to-toe with in, in the Corinthian letters? Where am I? What will my ministry be? What will my writing be like? Ask the Lord and ask him to reveal any unclean way in you so that he can make you clean again like the psalmist prays. And then after that, just keep writing. 